1: Tonight! It's interview time again, as Isabella Bellelli joins us for a chat including... Better visit Shane quick, because he's off to jail on Monday. A South Dakota adventure featuring beautiful lakes, racists, and tons of kids wearing biblical quote t-shirts. Savannah proves herself an ultimate badass yet again. Bison, water birth, and a friendly reminder that disco does not suck. So here we go. And now... Asking you all to spread the words that corporations are not persons, I'm Rich Evers, and my partner in crime, the savage philosopher and middle finger of the gods, Daniele Bolelli, as we invite you to lower the lights, batten down the hatches, and prepare to open your mind. For the Drunken Dows podcast, begins now. Welcome back, everybody. Another fine episode of the Drunken Dallas Podcast, episode 205. Once again, from the friendly confines of a wonderfully overcast Ohio.
0: Danielle Bellelli across from me. Lucky me. Yes, indeed. Lucky you. That's, oh, finally somebody will get it. Yeah, That's I get it. That's exactly how it is. <laughs> <laughs> Good seeing you, my man. Uh, Yes, so before we get going, let's say a couple of thank you. Thank you to Grassland Beef for supplying us with some goodies. Speaking of which, there's something in the freezer for you. So remind me at the end of the recording to get you the goods. If you guys are out uh, thinking of grocery shopping, check out Grassland Beef first. to See if they have some of the stuff that you desire because the quality is excellent. Uh, Thank you also to Sure Design T-shirts, as always, who have been with us forever. Thank you to zebraathletics.com if you are thinking of getting mats for a home uh, martial art place or who knows, maybe you have a school or something. High-quality mats. I just got one that's... um, the crash pad. The crash pad is like this super thick pillow-like thing. So if you throw it... Because, you know, even on mats, when you throw each other, it gets old after a while. Yeah. There's only so many times you want to get slammed into the ground. Uh, that thing is so much softer. It's not even funny. So you can afford to do the big fun judo throws and just wrestle. It's hilarious. Isabella loves it, of course. Because like all kids, you can throw each other on it. and How, how big is it? It's, it's it? pretty big. You It folds so that it, you can keep it in semi-decent space but then it, it opens out it's probably i don't remember how many feet but it's enough that you don't have dangers of missing the target let's nice. put it that way so and then uh what else do we got of course the folks keeping the drunk into the drunken taoist on sellers and materawines.com and uh, i guess we should say thank you to the nice folks who. Parted with their hard-earned money to support us.
1: Some of the kindest of folks you ever run into.
0: I love them. So here we go. Let the pottering begin. We got Frederick Hahn, Lisa Robles, Nick zunik Gregory Richmond, Aistis Juska, John Vergara, Thomas Robinson, Nicola Toni, Samuele Rudelli, Steve Rados, Philip Sorko, Froggy Style Production, Diane Lynch, Jim D'Amico. Yanni Linnima, Luis Pesquera, Jesse Rantacangas, Donald Chip Whitten, Lane Raper, Dwayne Hales, and Aaron Weisner.
1: Heroes one and all.
0: <laughs> heroes one and all. If you want to join this brave band of heroes, paypal.me forward slash dbolelli. Again, paypal.me forward slash Uh, Also, you can use our Amazon link. That always helps. Uh, I get the feeling that by now everybody uses Amazon on apps and things where they don't really use a web link because our Amazon has crash over the years dramatically from being, hey, this is actually helping to becoming like a little trickle thing, but again.
1: Perhaps Jeff Bezos has just run his course and it's over.
0: So if you guys want to <laughs> bring us back up dbamazing.com uh, will take you to where if you shop through that one, we got a little cut of your Amazon purchases which is always sweet. Having said that, I think we can jump in.
1: Here we go. Emily's 26 today.
0: You have a 26-year-old daughter, which is weird, considering that you are only 30 years old. I know. So it's, it was uh,
1: some advanced sort of engineering back in the day. I don't know how it actually It's
0: impressive. Worked. That's very impressive. It's just,
1: I don't know, every birthday you sort of remember back to how it went. Mm-hmm. She wasn't even supposed to be born that day. This was sort of like the final check. Right. And oops, the doctor accidentally broke her water. And next thing you know, here she came. Wow. Trippy. And... um I think we're no, it was Ethan. We were arguing about the girl's name because we didn't know what Ethan was. Mm-hmm. He was the third one. Yep. There she came, big old head, little pookie, tiny feet. Woo, girl.
0: You know it's hilarious. The um, you guys don't get the benefit of this because it's an audio podcast and we don't have the video part. <laughs> but every single time, reach like every time, like uh, this has been going on for like ten years now, right? So every single time that. Emily's name had come up and Rich sings about his daughter, he got just this big happy smile. That's probably the single happiest moment that I ever see Rich in, is usually thinking about that.
1: It's kind of the greatest part, man. um, There's no greater awakening for a man than to have a daughter, Mm -hmm. because it makes you rethink the whole combo in such an amazing way. It resets your mind in a permanent way. Right. Sons are great, there's no question about it, but, yeah, that daddy-daughter combo
0: changes things. It's just uh, something
1: fantastic. It permanently changes
0: things. Yeah. Speaking of which, it looks like we have a guest with us today. Check that out. What's going on? Hello, hello, Miss Isabella Hanbolelli. Little closer to the microphone when you're speaking it. Yeah. You have been bugging me about this for how long?
2: I don't know, about like nine months.
0: Yeah, something like that. She's like, let me jump on a Drunken Taoist episode. I'm like, okay. And then it never happens because we're always recording when she's either doing school or doing something else. Or when I was at
2: my grandma's. Yep. Always the wrong time.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, you just had a birthday too, so
0: this seems like an appropriate present. 12 years old. Check that out. So
1: are you cancer as well? Yes. Yeah, that's your sign. Yeah. Yeah, we got a whole bunch of them in my
0: house. Yeah, all uh, between late June, early July. It's all July. Savannah was born at the end of June. My dad was uh, July 8th. There's, yeah. July's uh, the best month.
1: Crabs everywhere. (laughs) The September people will argue that
0: with Yeah, that's the
1: gig. Definitely uh, nine months previous, getting kind of cold. Yeah, that's right, right?
0: So that's the, (laughs) the time for, it's funny. So, one thing you are Oh, sorry, go no,
1: ahead. No, I was just gonna continue. Like I was just remembering, you know, the whole birth and this was the second one. I mean the first one was so terrifying, I had no idea what was going on. We were in some hillbilly hospital out in the hinterlands. I mean, I swear there were probably glass jars of ether laying around in the corner. <laughs> I mean, this was <laughs> And it was madness. I mean, Graham didn't want to come out. We literally a big old nurse had to lean on her and pop him out like old zit, man. It was critical, it was too late, it was time. Yike. And uh, he was purple when he came out. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. Emily, it was all just like so quick. Like she wanted the epidural just, just out of fear. Mm-hmm. And she came so quick it didn't even take effect. Wow. So she got all wow. the pain and then all the numbness when she didn't need it. Right. That's, <laughs> wow, that's lovely. Friendly. That's yeah.
2: perfect timing.
1: So I hear you were born at home, though. This is yes. a story.
2: Water birth.
1: Oh, yeah. The tub and the whole bit. Yep. So oh, yeah. it was by design out- then. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Outdoor pool. It was, I mean, my mom. Indoor pool. Or in pool? Yeah. Oh.
0: Like, I mean, it's like a...
2: Well, yeah. It's, 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 a, a, l- plastic l- it's a little inflatable plate pl- 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 pool thing. That yeah. we
0: moved the kitchen table aside yeah. and that's... <laughs>
2: because yeah. my mom did a lot of research on that since she didn't really care to see what was the most convenient for her, but just what was the safest for the baby that she thought. No. And because she was a doctor also, she was really serious about trying to find the perfect birth. And... She eventually settled on water birth since she did not like the idea of me being born in a hospital since she thought like all the bright lights and having a bunch of drugs injected into the baby. So,
0: you know, that's the thing, too, that I think the fact that uh, she worked in a hospital for so long between internship residency and stuff, seeing kind of the other side of the equation, she wasn't that thrilled about it. Is weird. It's like the longer she spent in medicine, the least she liked it in a lot of ways. Like she liked osteopathy. She liked doing osteopathic treatment. But like working in a hospital for so long really turned her off to the whole thing. And I think her point of view on uh, birth was very much like in terms of safety, you're safe at the hospital. That's not the issue. You know, you're going to be safe. The problem is that it's designed around... Uh, the doctor's schedule. It, yeah, it's around the doctor's schedule. It's kind of like the McDonald of births. Where it's just, uh, let's pop one out every five seconds. So it's like, if anything doesn't happen on a super strict timeline, then for the sake of avoiding getting sued, for the sake of convenience for the doctor, for the sake of everything, it's like, okay, let's cut open, it's time for a C-section, it's time to do this, which again... For a lot of people, I think that works, right? It's like they want to have a baby that goes home and is in one piece, has two ears, two eyes, that kind of things, And they are going to deliver that. That part is fine.
2: However, my mom had a very idea of life that was just nothing can touch me because I'm going to do what I want. And I don't care about the consequences since she was... When she had her mindset on something, she was just gonna drive through with it.
1: Man, I, mean, I it, don't know anybody like that.
2: Yeah, it did not. <laughs> it did not matter for her. She's just like, no, okay, I'm a beginner <laughs> skier. That's fine. I wanna go on the black diamond. What if you get hurt? That's that that's fine it's just a consequence of what happens like she would on a regular basis ruin the day of her and our neighbors because she would get into a fight about something and yeah. instead of trying to resolve it peacefully she would just get mad she
0: just that tad opinionated and the tad uh, intense yeah. character wise and I think about these is I don't like know anybody like that. right no one I'm sure that you have no experience of that at home <laughs> I think what happens is from the way she read it from the way it with the midwife and all of it she realized that for like it would be safe for Isabella to be born and so she didn't mind like for her when everybody was like why don't you want to do it more comfortable she's like I'm not there He's like she did not do epidural she didn't do anything actually she just do it hardcore natural and part of it was weird to watch because it was very much I mean easy for me to say because I'm not the one feeling it but from the outside looking in it looked oddly I don't want to say easy because it's not easy, but oddly, like she was in her zone, right? She was just breathing, doing her thing, focusing on her breath. And it wasn't even an easy thing because she was having contraction much faster than you're normally supposed to because she was actually turned with the face a different way. Like she was pointed in the right direction, but with the face turned the wrong way. So contractions were way more intense and way more frequent than normal. But she kind of was in that zone. She was just breathing. She was, uh, I think, comfortable with the idea of pain. That's the one thing that she was a uh, 10th degree black belt at is handling fear. She did not, like the stuff that normally scare normal human beings, she just did not have that muscle. So she was like, <laughs> okay, it's gonna hurt, whatever. I'm gonna breathe. And that's it. So the only thing you deal is the physical pain. You're not dealing with the problem that most people deal with, understandably, which is the psychological oh shit when the physical pain kicks in, which makes the physical pain about 300 times worse than it is to begin with. So you're not just dealing with the pain, you're dealing with your mental construction about the pain. And then you're then mixing, or your fears, or your tension, or your all of that. So she didn't have that part, so she was just like I'm gonna breathe, do my thing. Midwife showed up an hour before Isabella was born, so he was just uh and then he her out. Isabella was fairly purple when she was born. I was like It's shocking. That's uh yeah.
2: Tell them about the eyes about the, how my eyes were just wide open.
0: Yeah, that was weird. Because, you know, you typically see most babies, they kind of be a bit on the sleepy, eyes closed kind of thing. Yeah. And I expected it. That's how it is, right? I always heard kind of like semi blind babies were just barely l- opening their eyes at all. She had her eyes just like, boom, like looking everywhere, taking in everything. It's like, you're just born. What the hell are you doing, staring at everybody, you know, doing all this stuff? So I was like, Oh, that's trippy. That's different from the way I imagined it. And that was your first one, too. Yep. Mind-blowing, right? Yep. Very trippy.
1: For the second one, I even chatted with the doctor. I didn't technically deliver her, but once her head cleared, I was allowed to step in and head, take her out. Pull. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. It was heavy. That's
0: intense. I was the first one to touch her. Yeah. Bastards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's intense. But, yeah, I mean, it's a... Um I don't know. People get really like in an ideal world to me, the best scenario would be to be able to have a part maybe right outside the hospital where you have a birth clinic for people who want to do it more natural. Oh. And then the way if you have a problem, you're right there. So that in the one because, you know, occasionally it happens, but way less than people think. Like I was reading a book by this midwife who was saying that like she attended about 300 birds. Once she had to drive a lady to the hospital because she realized this is needed, and they drove, took care of business. wasn't an issue, wasn't a problem. Was it the baby being stuck, or was it the mother got torn? I don't remember. I think was baby being stuck, and you know, usually there are things that they can do to help. That time wasn't working, so it's like, okay, we need to go to the hospital, but like. If you could do it that way, it would be the ideal, but yeah, it's a strange again, only if you care about this stuff. Some people are like, hey, just give me a baby that by day <laughs> three is healthy, and who cares? So, I don't have, you know, I don't have a womb, I don't pop out babies out of me so I really don't have a voice in this it's kind of like
1: I feel like that about the female anatomy across the board right it's just like <laughs> no you uterus decide, no vote Yeah, you decide
0: <laughs> you know you want to have a baby at home you have a baby at home you want to go to the hospital and shoot seven epidurals you do that when they did deliver was she
1: in a crouch position in the water or was she almost up on her I can't, yeah, I she, I can't she, imagine she was
0: she laid was back. back no not laying, laying but like uh, you know what I don't remember I don't think she was squatting I don't think she was crossing. It she, was, like
2: she it. was almost like kind of like slouching. I think almost. she was kind of kind just of like a laying uh, like sort of
0: like the way you stick your arms out to the side of the pool kind of thing that yeah, you're just trying to. Kind yeah, kind of I leaning think. against
2: the edge of the pool. I think
0: that's what it was. Yeah, but it was trippy. I remember seeing just the very top of Isabella's head pop out. Yeah, and, and then I was you, just then you like, uh, yeah, pretty much, <laughs> right? And I was thinking. Oh, man, I'm going to see somebody that I'm going to see a lot of from now on. Isn't that crazy? Uh, in a few seconds, I'm going to get the first view of this person who's going to be a rather big part of my life.
1: Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I have a picture. I found it just the other day. We are we are emptying our garage, Uh huh. and it is fantastic. I have the first bulk item pickup. Take it away. Take it all away. So now we're getting deeper into just stuff you don't even expect. And here's a picture... This is the the five of us. Gretchen took the picture, but this was the morning Ethan woke up at home.
0: Oh, that is so cute.
1: And it's the first time all five of us were together. That That's was adorable. So adorable. I guess there are a few minutes. They came to the hospital for a minute. But yeah, yeah.
0: Close enough. First thing. That's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It's tricky too to think, because like, everybody only get one shot in that sense. Like You only know what it is to have a bunch of kids or only have one kid or having no kid so it's kind of hard because for me to imagine a bunch of kids like even like three to me is a bunch right three is heavy is uh i'm like wow that changes everything like all the like my experience of parenthood is obviously so different from the experience of somebody who has three, four, five kids i'm like wow i wonder what that would be
2: like and even then even if someone were to have three kids it depends on also the age gap and everything yeah, oh, yeah of course gaps. i mean everything is circumstantial It depends on the person and the whole situation
1: or uh the age of the parents like yeah i've got a yeah. pal that yeah. he has two daughters right now he's my age and Oof. they are oh, two my... and five damn <gasps> and he's like the two-year-old's gonna kill me yeah probably <laughs> probably i can't even imagine man we were wow i guess in that picture i was 26 right maybe 27 yeah i would just turn 27 because ethan was born right after me didn't notice that wasn't a problem i had the energy back then right but i can't imagine being this age yeah changing diapers chasing a four-year-old i have enough trouble chasing some damn kittens and (laughs) they get me mad they can spend some time in the bathroom right in there Um. um Different story with a baby. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, what do you mean?
0: You don't lock a baby <laughs> in the bathroom. Shh, shh, shh. No, no, no. Sorry, it's, <laughs> it's weird. Like, on one end, I think, actually, 90%, I would say exactly what you say that energy wise is like, yeah, good fucking luck the yeah. more you age. You know what he does have, though? Bread. So that changed. He's got the money. Yeah, because yeah. you can afford to have help and these, the that, and the and other. a couple days yeah. a week so everybody can work. And that makes, we didn't have that option. No, exactly. <laughs> we were literally yeah.
1: rotating schedules where I would Your go in own. at midnight and would be off at 10. And she'd go, she ran the Tower Books in Nashville back then and she'd be there from 2 to 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: 24 yeah. 7, kind Born of. Morning, Ralph. I Morning, mean, George.
2: Th- unfortunately, it's a lot. Obviously, less con- comfortable and convenient for the parent, and probably not the best for their mental sanity to have to do what you just described of like a 24 7 situation. However, it's probably better for the baby to actually be with their real parents than just a nanny, which they might feel separated from their parents. Don't and get me started. Yeah. yeah, a lot better for the mental health of the child. I don't think the parents
1: deserve anything. You, for the most part, chose for this to go down. Yeah. And, you know, you get what you pay for, and. Uh, I don't think I've ever complained about that. I loved all the things that went down. Did it sap my energy? Like I was talking about my pal, that's doing the Super Bowl stuff and all mm-hmm. that. He never had any kids, right? So he's always available, always available. And that of course. definitely helped him. But I'd much rather have my kids.
0: No, totally. I guess though the other side is I do think that the way I am mentally now, I would be way better than where I was before. Like, whereas the energy is less, the mental ability to handle it, I think, would be better because I think I understood more things both about parenting, but about myself, about a few things. So there's some of that going on.
2: Like not yelling at a two-year-old when they were doing something that you didn't like.
0: Sorry about that. That was not good. No, that's actually one of the... Yeah, but that's one of the things that I always felt... Like, that to me was a big mirror put in front of what my self-image, of what I thought I was like. And then realizing that my ability to handle stress, my ability to handle tough situations was not as ideal as I wish I had. I didn't go psycho. I didn't do anything horrendous. But when you when you find yourself raising your voice because a two-year-old has dropped milk on the floor, you look at yourself and you're like, what the f- fuck, it's wrong with you, man. It's like, good job yelling at a little kid who lost her mom because she just dropped some milk and you can't handle your shit, you know?
2: In your defense, you, I was not the only one who lost her, so sure. you also had much more crap than just you have a child, which is already a lot of stuff to deal with. But you also had to deal with the fact that you had just lost your wife and you were basically about to be kicked out of your house. So you had a lot yeah. of things to worry about.
0: True. But you're the kid and I'm the adult. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like at the end of the day, it like it matters and it doesn't. You know, I can have like yeah. 27,000 justifications. And they are, hey, that's a good reason. Oh, that one too. Oh, fuck, I understand that one. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like you I mean, still don't it, do that.
2: You're still not justifying it. I'm just saying I understand why. Yeah, yeah. And that was really-
1: and There's no reason to justify it. Yeah. We yeah. are all human. If you don't make mistakes on this trip, you're wasting the journey. Hmm. I mean, Jesus died for your sins, so you might as well fuck <laughs> yeah. up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> he paid the price. Right. <laughs> I'm not saying go crazy, people, but occasionally- What's going to happen anyway? Yeah, who who's perfect around here? No, but I think and I think and I feel the same way too. I can think of an occasion where I
0: lost my cool yeah. when I shouldn't
1: have. Right, and it is embarrassing
0: because with that, you know, when you do it with adults, yeah, it's like, hey, I had reasons. That person fucked up, so they deserve it, kind of thing. Yep. But when you do it with a kid, I'm sorry, man. No, that's just not how it works. I agree. They de- now having said that, kids are masters at pushing all your buttons in the, simultaneously uh, all 17 yeah. just watch this click yeah and it's just like i am just going to bash my head against the wall and yeah it can get intense and you
1: didn't have the exponential version where
0: they work in teams yeah where there's a bunch
1: to mess right. with you from different angles of course and before you know it yeah <laughs> you're yeah. back having a smoke
0: yeah, that sucks. Ah! Yeah, that really sucks. I'm I mean I remember literally like being ecstatically happy one day when I had like Savannah's mom was able to watch you for an hour so that I yeah. could go to a doctor appointment. Cause I had no break ever, period. That's a true for anything. And so that was intense. That was definitely like Jesus Christ, that's uh but I always felt that way. Like, I always felt like when she was little, people are always saying, oh, treasure this because this, you're going to miss it. I'm like, "Eh, I have pictures for that. You know what I mean? It's like, I can't wait to be at an age where things get, communication is easier. She understands her moods easier. She understands things. So to me, even like, I have zero concern about... Like, people freak out about teenage years and all of that. And, you know, by all means, let's feel free to go five years from now and go, like, hey, remember what you said you weren't concerned about that? Isn't that a lot? But, like, every year since she was born, things for me have been way easier. And my ability to communicate with her, our relationship, I always feel I like got better every single year. So, I don't know. Do you feel that you need... Uh, You're going to have much to rebel against here when you hit teenage years, where it's like, I want to establish my identity. Screw you. You molded me in evil ways. The only thing that
2: I rebel against is using the dining table as your workspace. That's it. Yes. The only thing is that you are extremely. We're we're solving that in my house right now. That's all. We're building the
1: laboratory out. I
2: mean, the (laughs) reason why most people like it when their child is smaller is because, yes, they're going to cry and have diarrhea all over the wall that's why they but, like it <laughs> no okay but, good but they think <laughs> yes but at least the child is under my control because a lot of people don't have the most functional relationships with their children or child
1: i'm, a, so- I'm gonna ask you about that under control thing in about 15 years Yeah, I feel about that. <laughs> So uh, no
2: <laughs> so i mean yeah like a lot of a lot of parents when they're younger that they like, or when they have their child who's younger, they like it because they can have a bit more of a steady fast of, like, the child relies on them. But when they're older, like you said about lots of children rebelling, that's because they don't have the most good relationship and they don't trust each other as much. And when they're a child, they treat them a bit like a dog and they don't really think of them as a person sometimes. Not everyone, but sometimes. Whereas with you, you actually communicate with me and would, like speak with me about problems and would talk to me so because we can actually communicate with each other in a healthy way that's not really something to worry about about getting older because only getting older you'll just understand them more if you have a healthy communication with them whereas instead feeling scared of their aging
0: yeah because to me it's like I don't know I never had the thing of uh no, you can't do that. It's more like okay, ooh, let's figure out a strategy so that you can go through your day healthy and happy. So if you can show me that you can do these and we are safe and it's good, go for it. I don't care. Gunter with a face tattoo will be coming home. Right. <laughs> so it's like when and all that shit will
1: fall out the door, right? Like, oh. But you guys do have a great relationship, and I think that's something, I mean, Emily and I have always been tight. I can only remember a couple of times, and mm-hmm. for sure, it was like silliness with boys. That's just an issue that all is to it. But I don't ever see you taking the stance, I'll be here with my shotgun no, when he gets here, because that. no. that's not the right take. No, for me,
2: it's if kind If you've of done like, your job, yeah.
1: she will make mostly good decisions. That's the idea. That's the idea to me. It's You're not like, gonna get it all right. There's no hope yeah. right. of it, so don't even don't even entertain the notion. Or you're just going to make yourself upset when you do make a mistake. It's okay. Right. Yeah, it mean, ain't you just, fun. You just try right. It's not comfortable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you're going to screw it up once in a while, no yeah, matter I mean, how
2: hard you try. If you live long enough, you're going <laughs> to make the mistake.
0: Yeah, Even if you live short enough. Right. Yeah, no, it's, uh, and I think that's kind of how it is. It's like, to me, it's like live your life have fun just let's try to make sure you are as safe as possible yeah. be careful that's about it man yeah. it's, I still uh, say it every time every single one of them leaves the door yeah <laughs> that's for sure just be careful but speaking of uh, adventures together so we got to go to South Dakota I saw some of those pictures that was fun how fun was it doing the Wild West photo that was fun we didn't even uh, it wasn't part because I mean the reason why we got to go is because I got uh, perfect timing because I wanted it was actually hilarious because Way back when, when um, I first, uh, when we first started a relationship with Savannah, we were talking about places to visit. And I was talking about the Black Hills, where I've been a lot of time. And she said, I've been there once. I loved it. I so want to go to the Black Hills, which is not. How did she end up there?
2: She On a school field trip in middle school.
0: Middle school from down here? No, Wyoming. She lived, yeah. Oh, they live in Wyoming. Yeah.
2: For she, a little bit, yeah.
0: A few years she was in Wyoming, I think in middle school or something. There's got to be some stories there. So, yeah. There right? are a lot of stories. So, yeah, we're going <laughs> to go into that. <laughs> wow. So, the, you know, we've been talking about the Black Hills. wanted to go last year. Then last year there was COVID and stuff. So, this year, right as we're thinking, can we get out this summer? Can we do something? I got, uh, yeah, and I got an invitation to do a speech about Crazy Horse and the history of the Black Hills and Little Big Horn for a group. Like, they was having this work retreat that they were having out there. Right. And so I was like... Oh, that sounds cool. So, can were you guys you, on site for a Little Bighorn chat? No, or? we didn't. We we stayed close in the Black enough Heels, though that so, you could. Okay. I mean, it's it's not. It's Lakota history, but Little Bighorn is for to removed because that's in Montana. But right. um, but the story, you know, Crazy Horse was born right there. There's so many things that happen right there in the Black Hills. So, yeah, it's, uh, did y'all find some gold?
2: Yeah, yeah, right. Uh. There's
0: blood, the whole. Uh, So it was great because we got our flights paid for, our car paid for, uh, first three nights. I was like, oh, we got a 75% vacation paid for because I can chat about these things. Let's do that. So we got to go the first three days when we were with them before we started then exploring and doing our thing they had this thing where they're like oh there's this photographer out of Deadwood who is going to do pictures in like uh, old style clothing uh, from the 1800s wanna do and we're like
2: the lady forced us to do it
0: yeah kind of right she She was was like do it do it it's exciting and we were all thinking (laughs) tell me you're glad you did it now super that came out so mean, the lady was
2: literally just like oh this is gonna be so fun I'll go sign you up so like, I guess we're doing it then yeah
0: we were like I guess fine and then we did it and it was fucking large I'm gonna try to use it. Maybe I'll use it as episode cover for this episode. It's uh it's pretty hilarious. I look mean as hell. Yeah, hell yeah, you do
2: ready I mean, to take care of business. Yeah. I would have rather much been an Indian than a cowboy, but whatever.
0: Right. I don't know. You may have been scooped up by yeah. some farmer. Yeah, you weren't really uh you weren't really you're not exactly a cowboy either in those clothing, but I
2: know, but still You're I trying to w- say white guys, yes, but yes. Exactly. I did don't want to be the did anybody have a gun. Shizu.
0: I was looking
1: for a holster or
0: something. Right, no, Savannah was very disappointed. She's like, Where's my gun? They didn't
2: yeah. have guns? No,
1: there no. was Oh. God, I'll, have so to, I'll, have to, I'll have to send you mine. I think Ethan was like five. We were spring breaking and the Smoky Mountains. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they had one of those down there. He's got a shotgun
0: pointed at the camera. Of course. Like, oh, man. It's like take so, the finger off the trigger. Exactly. You never know. It's not the but, way to do it. That's uh, a fierce group. I wouldn't mess with any of them. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh <laughs> no but we had a blast we had a blast because we got I mean I forgot just how beautiful the Black Eels are you know as they are oh. I remember them being beautiful and it's like, no, you're inside Lord of the Rings. You're inside the digital painting. It's just unreal how good they are. And I understand there's some green
2: up there? There's a Oh, lot. yeah, there's a lot. I mean, just yeah. beautiful, plain, open grassland with bison roaming through. Oh, and then God. to the right, you see these gorgeous mountains that you want to climb. And then you see, like, Sylvan Lake, which is so gorgeous. Yeah, the
0: lakes are amazing. Sylvan Lake yeah, is unreal. Sylvan Lake is it's amazing because just...
2: you can swim in in there and it took a while for me and savannah to get this wimp into the water
0: it was cold it and was what are not. you talking about i did my best wim hof oh my and uh, <laughs> it was
2: not even cold and he was just saying like wim hof wim hof and he, it was not even cold i'm sure was it was like, cold
1: once again the ladies they can handle pain
0: and yeah, cold better than it, the i don't handle cold i handle the cold uh, air okay I don't handle cold water very well. Was I do re- appreciate the weather today. Do you order this up
1: for me? This, this is perfect. This right? This might be the last we, cool day till October. We don't
0: melt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what's uh, no. It, today's fantastic where we're at. It's breezy enough and cool enough to be absolutely pleasant. I love your scrub Jay over there. He's just hanging out. Oh yeah, watching what's going That's what on. They
1: do. Um, I'm sure you guys made
0: it to Mount Rushmore while you're up well yeah. passing um, by going and going on seems good yeah, exactly. so, yeah I mean, it was actually the place where we were camping the first few days we were doing the crazy horse statue is yeah that, yeah we yeah. did that there was actually from that spot there was a view of Rushmore in the distance yeah. so it was kind of cool yeah. in the, I mean just to see it, just to the, the symbolism the history the everything is pretty fucking awful but, uh, it says everything horrible. it needs to say doesn't it yeah it's I'm, um, and it's yeah. funny because you know what it is is that like people like most of the people who go there they they view it and they arrive and As it's hope. a symbol of uh, freedom and democracy and, and good values liberty a- yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing that is like that's what i always found weird about symbols how they can mean different things to different people and oh. so you think you're talking about the same because from a Lakota standpoint is like the biggest disgrace you could possibly stolen yeah, in violation of the treaty, Blap the faces of the leaders of the people who stole your land, and then call it a symbol of freedom and democracy, you know, that's not the way it rings to them.
2: I mean, Mm, now Rushmore just makes my blood boil, which is why over my dead body would I just Go there, like seeing it was plenty. Because yeah. I just meant it as a
1: joke because I yeah, knew yeah. get y'all riled up. Yeah. Next time, go to Atlanta and go out see Stone Mountain. Oh yeah, They'll like I'm that sure one. That's going to go well. You know? oh, Nothing gosh. like Confederate generals to well, celebrate the defeat.
0: Speaking of that vibe. Oh please. So one day we go to breakfast at this beautiful place. Oh, oh, no, not this we walk in. Some lady, she looks like an angry person, yeah. of course. And so the second we walk in, and she takes a look at Savannah, and she goes, "Gross." and turn some pull our kids away and, uh,
2: and you know, Sav like, told us this story because if we'd actually heard that in the moment we I would have gone to that table and screamed at the lady and perhaps thrown a sauce at her head but Sav being
0: you could have thrown food at her she caught it right <laughs> yeah pretty much it's not, so not the, the funny thing is that I wasn't even surprised no It was kind of like... Especially these days. Yeah, you know what's funny, too, is... They are emboldened now. I was talking to somebody, and they were, like, shocked by this story. Like, no. I mean, I believe it because you tell me, but, like, does this stuff really happen? And I'm like, "Eh, yeah, Yeah. hate to tell you. And it's interesting because I think that whereas when you are in the 1950s, everybody knew what was up. Today, because... Clearly, there's been a lot more frowning against racism compared to the 50s or something there's been. You can live in the United States, you can go through a bunch of areas of United States and not really see it overtly in many environments. But by the same token, somebody else can have a radically different experience. and So you're both talking about it like you know what you're talking about. And you do based on your experience, which may not really reflect what's out there for somebody else. I mean, even yesterday, earlier you were asking about the um, Wyoming and Savannah growing up there. Yeah. It's funny because Savannah said she ran into like...
2: Two racist encounters.
0: Yeah, maybe two racist encounters the entire time she was there in like three years. Was it pretty rural? Yeah. And their and their Still brother some
1: population in there. I don't think no, so. that
0: was was no, I mean, Montana white. Yeah, they were yeah, all very they were all like. white. Uh, she
2: was like the only colored person there, the only ethnic person.
0: They were all um, like, "Are we, you black or something?" They so, couldn't you know. figure it out. No, could no, it's They a different color. But they were mostly <laughs> polite. You know, they were all very nice. She said there were only a couple of occasions of something, so very minor in her mind. Yeah. Whereas her brother, her brother who grew up in the same environment, she said, "Oh man, no, that place was racist as fuck." These are two people, siblings, who go to the same school, have the same...
2: Had the same activities.
0: And you can run into different experiences there. And so your perception of reality will be radically different. That's why when people today speak of racism, you get the people who say racism. There is no such thing. It's all media bullshit by now. Or you find the people who see racism everywhere, including in places where it's like, no, man, it's not the 1950s. Trust me, it's got a little better compared to official legal discrimination. Yeah, and but it's fascinating to see how that can uh, and and you know, to in total fairness, we had how many encounters in the Black Hills? We ran into a lot of people. Overwhelmingly, people were nice. And there was that lady. There were another couple. There were a couple of things that were a little weird Staring. from the... Did they have red hats on by any chance? Uh, oh, man, there's a lot Ugh, of that. It was, there terrible. was definitely...
2: I wanted to uh, There was one
0: that kind of uh, freaked me out that um, it wasn't bad and mostly they were nice people when you say please and hello kind of thing. Yep. But I saw a ton of kids with biblical quotes mm. on their shirt mm. where I was like, Oh, that's interesting. I mean, that's a different way of life, mm-hmm. but uh, everywhere you look. Really. Yeah, but the thing that was everywhere. interesting to me in that regard was um, what else? Oh, I'll Except tell you another one. didn't realize it. So this is a good one. Well, where you quote people real
1: quick. What if they actually lived those quotes though? Can you imagine? Right. They probably did. They what? probably did. Oh, I don't think they do.
2: Un- do unto well, others. Underneath the thing of their parents, where they pretend like they do. They put it in their mind they do they believe what they want to believe so maybe their parents would like, say oh yeah we're totally following this when really they're doing everything opposite
0: yeah i mean that who knows right i don't know that you have that superficial encounter and it's pleasant and that's it so it was just interesting because i don't think i've seen a single kid with a biblical quote on their shirt anywhere in the past 10 years and i think i saw like 15 in there coming from different groups not being part of the same thing so that was
1: I have, however, seen three disturbing. or four
0: Disco Sucks shirts again just in the past
1: six months. Right. So I'm worrying if something is rising again. Something is. Uh, I'm still upset about that.
0: <laughs> that, th- that. That's troubling you.
1: Here's a crazy aside that I just learned the Nirvana record, the so, Smells Like Cheat Spirit, the yeah. Nevermind one. Those are all stolen drum beats from like the Daz band and things like that. Because that's.
0: Took the same thing?
1: Yeah. David Grohl loved disco and found that he could use those disco beats on this grunge music, and when you listen to it that way, you can totally hear it.
0: I mean, rhythm is a tricky one, because, yeah, some of those are... You copy... No, it's immediately lifted. Enough. He's oh, like, it's these are things I love. He was a huge disco fan, oh, okay. and it it was, it all uh, came apart. Upfront about it.
1: We were exactly the same age, and when disco sucks and burning records and that. so, that's like, what it it blew our minds the same so I had to I had to closet my yeah, love of
0: disco the six trip me out sometimes when I see the, what happens in music like do you see when Lana Del Rey did that song that's totally identical ripping off creep. to Creep well, she just totally ripped it yeah. entirely I mean like the, the whole melody is the same she just changed the words basically without and they, everybody was kind of like oh we didn't mean it that way we didn't it's like And maybe, I I mean, I actually believe it because to me it's like, it's such an obvious, that obviously you're going to get sued. Obviously you're going to have to pay millions of dollars over it. So if you are even vaguely conscious, you don't do it. But the idea that she could do it that all of her production team could listen and go, Oh, yeah, go ahead. I didn't notice. And that's just bizarre. But in any case, back to re- weird racism of. Uh, yeah, because we could go on that forever, man. It's it's so difficult. Yeah. There's only 88 keys. Well, here is. Uh, yeah, you're right. So that guy makes it tricky. There's a guy that. I started exchanging messages with online uh, Lakota guy who listened to uh, History on Fire, loved the History on Fire. When we were going out there, I sent him a message, saying, hey, I'm going to be in the Black Hills. He was like, oh, that's awesome, man. I want to come visit you. Let's so meet up. Fun. But we need to do before Monday, because Monday I'm going to jail for a month, mm-hmm. so oh. let's do it over the weekend.
1: Here's a limited time frame here.
0: Okay. Yeah,
2: it It was completely... <laughs> Like, it was not his fault, really, for going to jail because
0: I'll tell that's the story, what all of us on the inside miss, say. Like, yeah. she loves Shane and she's overly partial, but I no, am, you know, no, to- I,
2: no I'm gonna tell the story like it is. I okay, te-
0: I'm gonna take the microphone away and beat her at the yeah. same time. She just applied a wrist leverage when I was trying to. I saw that. It's my story. Get out. Wow. Um, well will allow you to give your opinion in a moment. Everybody gets their chance. but the, This um, this guy is awesome, by the way. So we all love him. He was hilarious. We had a blast chatting with him and stuff. But like he was saying, yeah, but Was so, he a rough character? Because I'm, I'm picturing Machete uh, or something. Rolling no, in. no. Nothing like no, that. No. Very sweet. Very nice. But you know, you look at his track. And in certain parts of South Dakota, that's not gonna go well because the bumper stickers are all things like "No uh, one no. is
2: illegal on stolen land." <laughs> exactly.
0: That kind of stuff. I love those. So I know, I want those bumper stickers. Did he have stickers. the Homeland Security yeah, since 1787? Of course, seventeen eighty seven the best. Of course, yeah. he had one that's like as um, it's an actual quote from the Declaration of Independence where the only reference to natives uh, that is in the Declaration of Independence refer to them as merciless Indian savages. Wow. And so he has a shirt that says, merciless Indian savage, wearing it proudly. (laughs) And uh, so he's a, yeah, you know, he has a Trippy story. So I was uh, driving late. I was really tired. I realized my driving was off. So I just decided I'll pull over and sleep some. So I found this deserted car wash place and I just um, parked in their parking lot and decided to sleep. And I slept way more than I thought. So by the time I woke up, they actually they had opened already. And the owner was super pissed and came up behind me and say, you're not allowed to sleep here overnight. And he said, I just. And so Shane was like, Yeah, okay, well, whatever. I'm going by. Yeah. He was like, Nope, I called the cops. Uh, you're going to have to wait there. And he positioned himself right behind the car so that he can get out. Well, right. I have a car. Perhaps and I so can move you. Shane doesn't hit the guy, but he points his car, like he starts backing up in the direction of the guy as if, you know, he's going to move in that direction. Yeah. Never make any contact or anything. It's on camera charged with assault, which is a strange concept because him. assault without any physical contact is like how does that work? Well, that's a threat at the most. But of course, it's criminal threats will get you four years too, so right. But is Guy with the seat sticker, nobody's illegal on stolen land. Native guy. It didn't go his way? Didn't go his way. What? So they yeah. were like, yep, yeah, got to do a month in jail. And uh, that was that. But oh. yeah. Assault yeah. based on no physical contact. Where it's like, I wonder if ethnicity has anything to do with that.
2: Yeah, or not. I mean, imagine if, there, if it was the opposite. And let's say Shade, the native guy, was out there. And instead, there was the white man inside the car. There would have been, I mean...
1: Tire tracks over Shane. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
2: And then people would be like, oh, yeah, that was something. And they would try to ignore it.
0: I, I mean, and it's funny because, you know, you look at something like that and from somebody else's viewpoint, it's like, no, race had nothing to do with it. It's just a weird encounter with law enforcement. Isn't but, it a bummer that he could have got in of the car and cracked him a good one right. for the yeah. same month? He didn't yeah. even get the, the satisfaction. No, exactly. Not even. Yeah. Whereas, uh, you know, you go on most native communities and they are like, well, of course, what else is going to happen? And yeah. it's like, that's why we always save up some bail money to have somewhere because it's like you expected that stuff like that is going to go and down And cash bail, another crazy thing. Yeah. Keep everybody in jail. Right. People who don't think there's
1: racism are out of their minds. And it's not, yeah. you know, I'm not directly affected by it because we get it way too good. Mm-hmm. But I have friends all the time. People getting off of elevators and stuff.
0: When yeah, step, I mean it's just like
1: wow. That's why. How I, can you think that
0: way? That's why I'm puzzled by people I know, and they are not lying, and they know they are telling me the truth. Yeah, and they go through life, and they don't run into things like that. I'm just like wow. Personal. There really is a big variation on personal experience. You know, hell, I even remember. I think I told you once. I. Way back when I was looking for... Because this makes it sound like, oh, it top only happens in rural places like South Dakota or no, something. it happens in downtown LA every day. Right? And so I remember in um, I was looking for a place in Long Beach. And the first thing the lady said when I arrived there was, I'm so glad you're not black. Uh, the landlady, when she saw us, uh, when we made the appointment to see the house, yep. she was like, ah. I'm so glad you're not black. And we're like, uh, and she's like, oh, no, no, don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm racist or anything. It's just no. that, you know, you put too many of them in the same neighborhood. They, they kind of lower the property value. But, but no, I like black people. They're great. I just don't want one for my son. Like the more <laughs> she spoke, the deeper she went. The worse. Yeah. So it was one of the things where it was just.
1: Yeah. I was like, chatting with a friend of mine last night and he's a Mexican guy, mm-hmm. but he has a very white name. Yep. So he'll show up to jobs and they're like, oh, <laughs> He's like the, you, you, you literally see the reaction right. on their face Like, oh, well, you don't look like a Francis at all Right And it's real, man Yeah,
0: yeah, you got that a bond. I don't so. get it I do
1: understand that I live in an incredibly privileged state Not that I even realized it till too long ago But why we don't figure out how to treat each other properly is beyond me Right And I must make a mention right now This whole Tennessee vaccine thing They are declaring – it started as we're not going to make the children get the COVID vaccines to go back to school. Sure. And it has advanced all the way to the point where they don't need any vaccinations to go to public school. Now, we lived there when my kids were little. And I remember – I think it was Emily. Yeah. We had lost her – proof of immunization it was like a several day process to get this thing they would not allow her into that public school of course and to have flipped that far in 20 years yeah and the disaster they are well they're going to get in in a minute anyway
0: it's i don't mean to be cruel but
1: these non-vaccinated states are about to learn a terrible lesson
0: it's interesting how ideology makes discussions Like, it makes it very impossible to have nuanced discussion where it's like, okay, do we want to give 28 vaccines to kids by the time they are three years old? Or maybe not. But at the same time, that does not mean all vaccines. You know what I mean? It's like those discussions are like the vaccine. Very black and white. Yeah. The vaccination discussion is entirely black and white. Right. There's nothing. There's no nuance. Either. You should shoot up every vaccine that is on earth at the same time. It's perfect, or all vaccines are absolutely evil and they will kill you and make you grow a third arm while you're dead. Uh, awesome. It's, it's just pat like you on your dead head, right? It's just like okay, maybe can we look at it area? with? Can we look at it case by case? Can we look at like what the evidence is, what the dangers are, what's good, what's bad? Jesus Christ like if you ask a question and you're not automatically aligned everybody hates you cuz it's like you are an oh, anti them. Or, no you're not one of us either so it's kind of like you're screwed out so it's almost I think almost people feel safer by picking an extreme position because you are going to have 50% of the people with you whereas uh, if you are like huh, let me think no you are you are, you are not one of us you are you're on the evil side Well, it's just more and more uh, apparent that this has just been held together by duct tape and balsa wood since 1865 anyway. Yeah, but I'm afraid it's not just... I think it's the U.S. mind. I don't think it's just U.S.
2: Because... Oh, no,
0: you're absolutely correct about that. I'm afraid... uh,
2: You want support. You don't want to feel alone. You don't want to feel like you have to do your own thinking for yourself because obviously that's too hard. (sighs) It's just people don't want they want a sense of security they want a safety net so they think if i make a mistake i have my whole little support group but if they actually get the idea of maybe thinking for themselves that's too scary because what if you make a mistake who will be there to you better clean watch it preaching up?
1: that stuff sister that's going to be dangerous right i know thinking for themselves yeah what well, kind of
0: crazy kind of, is, is yeah, that some communist insanity. plot or socialist or well on the same end of among the communists, you would still be like, "Oh, you're some evil capitalist who are advocating the." <laughs> Absolutely. Either way is like it's a bad gig. So i was supposed to, boss to get all the money, huh? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, On a happier note, I'll tell you some more excellent fun Black Hill stuff. Ooh. So this one was fun. This one was uh, Savannah being the ultimate badass. Um oh, This one was that. great. So we are going. Uh, we went to Sylvan Lake, which is this beautiful, beautiful lake out there and there are these humongous rocks that you can climb and kind of some people die from it, very risky some people, but either way so we climb up and it's an evening, it's getting kind of chilly so we're actually, because that's one of the funny things about the Black Hills is that the weather can go from 95 degrees uh, man this is so hot to thunderstorm and you're in your 60s in about Uh three minutes that's one of the big things I miss about Tennessee yeah. is it's afternoon thunderstorms. Yeah, thunderstorms, Pretty humid, kind of a hot day and all of a sudden, boom. boom. just cool, take it down a little it's bit. fantastic. <laughs> and the thunders and the it's fantastic to watch. But you know, it's not quite there yet. It's evening, it's a little chilly. Windy. And windy, for sure. And um, Isabella has lent her, has given her hat to Savannah to wear. Wanna take it from here?
2: Thank you, because you've been telling all the Black Hills stories. <laughs> oh uh, <laughs> So I gave my cap to Savannah, since the sun was bothering her, but I don't really get too bothered by it. So I gave it to her, and we climbed to, like, the top of this rock formation, which was really fun. But the wind was blowing so strongly that we were starting to think we should start to get down. Just as we thought that, my hat flew right off Savannah's head, and Savannah was immediately just like, oh my gosh, we have to get it. And I'm just like, no, 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 it, it's fine, it's fine. It probably went into the water or something. We'll just leave. We we'll, can leave now. And despite... Because
0: there's basically, like, you look at the rock and it's like, yeah, you, there's no way to climb it. You know, it's like that side it, on that, it was just sheer. like... Just like a it wall. Is, yeah. But that was your uh, angry native savage hat, so we had to have it back. Right? It's like, yeah, I mean- no, it was actually a happy <laughs> mellow hat. But still, oh. Savannah was like, she gave me her hat, I lost her hat. That is not acceptable. Yeah, Savannah's in mission mode I, at this point. Yeah. Might as just let it go. It's yeah, gonna happen. Despite yep.
2: like <laughs> my dad and my protests and we were like, No, it's dangerous, Savannah, it's fine, let's just go back. And Savannah's like, Nope. So she just starts climbing down and at that I'm point. I'm picturing
0: forty feet. He was maybe 30. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He was
2: yeah. no messing around. No,
0: it was big enough. And not totally like no. there. Mysterious rocks. Who knows what? Yeah, oh. we don't see her because she goes over this side. So we yeah. have no idea what's so happening. I'm like and after a while, terrified. we are plop, like big splash into the water.
2: Oh, one thing is Savannah, like the, probably the only thing she's scared of. You're is cliffhanging
0: is
1: me.
2: All, yeah, well, you're going <laughs> to wait for a sec. The only thing she's scared of is dark water because she... She like is scared. Like, what's underneath there? And she also Piranhas, hates. of
1: course. Right. And
2: she also hates seaweed. She hates stepping on it. So, <sighs> for, so imagine someone who's scared of this stuff in the evening to just dive down to the water.
0: Yeah, she climbed as low as she could, and then she went dive, pick up the hat, she, yeah, and uh, she just got it, in. climbed back up hat in hand completely soaked in her clothes and stuff because she just you know took off the top layer but you're still in your clothes so it was just like
2: she was still wearing her boots
0: and we are looking at there yeah. with a mix of like holy shit and oh sweet love did she, did she have the hat in her and, teeth uh, as she climbed pretty up? much it was just one of the <laughs> scenes where you're like damn damn she's for real yeah, yeah. So, i think she's for real
2: and she just seems like so sweet and mellow, and then she's like, no, I lost her hat. So she just goes straight in, even though it's not her fault, but she's immediately just like, I gotta get the hat back. So That's
1: she, a fantastic story. So that was yeah, a good one. She's
2: a total badass. That
1: was fun. Did we enjoy any bison while we were up
2: there? Oh, yeah. Oh, so many. A bison tried to um, go into the car, though, because... Really? Well, a bison was rolling, and it was adorable, and then it got up and it looked into the open window and just like kind of made a Ravel, like, yeah,
0: songs. it kind of granted, yeah. like, should it, I charge you yeah, or no? It, Smells like you guys had bison last night, right? Exactly, yeah, so it's like just, you ate my cousin,
2: yeah. We're like, okay, <laughs> we're driving away now, we're driving away now. Was but, it a
0: big, big one or just sort of a big yeah. i I haven't seen too many small bisons. Yeah. No, 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 I,
2: the only small the, bison are the baby ones, yeah. really. Yeah, they're
0: adorable, these guys too. are big, yeah. They I mean, are big,
2: it, yeah. it was so cool, like, they were. Hundreds of bison. We saw so many, and then I got to pet donkeys, wild donkeys in the Custer State Parks. So yeah, that Custer
1: was State Park, awesome. of course. Hmm, that's almost like a Confederate name yeah. up there. They I did know, change though.
0: There was um, the Harvey big, uh, yeah, the the big hike going from Sylvan Lake. Uh-huh. It used to be called Harney Peak. We was a um, horrible. Yeah, it was like a general who actually slaughtered a bunch of Lakota. Terrible person. And then they switched it to uh, Black, Black Elk El- Peak. Seems so, a much better name. So
1: Yeah.
2: That's, uh, so new. Was... But yeah,
0: Custer State Park is still enduring. So
1: history-wise, yep. back in the day when they were mowing down the buffalo off of trains, mm-hmm. were they calling them buffalo then? Was it a misnomer that goes all the way back? But sure. buffalo and bison
0: are two different things. Right, right, right. I'm pretty sure that was the case. I mean, yeah, had technically you're talking for... bison, but yeah, it became buffalo from way early on. So it's one of those things where it's used interchangeably. They're a tiny bit different. Uh, they Not are. that there's
1: anything wrong with cool buffalos and their crazy right, horns, right? right.
0: And look like a cool hat. Yeah. No, they are. It's a different gig. But yeah, the nature out there is fantastic. Cause yeah, you got the bison. You got like I. We saw, I don't know, three hundred deer. Wow. It was gorgeous. everywhere you go, there's a deer pretty much. Antelope and elk as
1: well? Antelope,
0: yeah. absolutely. Uh, it was It was just beautiful. Was, Could you
1: hear any elk calls at night? Were uh-uh. you that far out? No. No. Were the bison herding? Is it decent sized herds? Are they still pretty big? Oh, yeah. Limited? Yeah.
2: Bigger. I mean,
0: hundreds, thousands? Yeah. Yeah. um well, they do it, it changes all the time because i think like every year because the size of caster state park yeah you can probably only have so many with the grass and stuff keeping the ecosystem so i think they kind of call every year where they send them out a lot of it is like natives who end up buying it for their like set, kind of repopulate elsewhere and start starters and do that yeah. or it's like also just meat industry there's that too with. As long as you do it
1: properly and don't yeah. overfish it, man, it's okay.
0: Right. And I think and that's, that's the point. I think it's like if you're going to have, uh, you know, if you... It's way better to be a bison on the range doing your thing for your whole life and yep. then it's one, one day, day. <laughs> you got killed and then you become burgers. Versus it's very different from being in a pen all your life uh, yep. force fed antibiotics cr- It's like it's a whole different story. I tell
1: you what man my beef days are just about over just that whole uh, watching the mamas being separated from their babies and mm-hmm. like oh this is her 13th baby.
0: Yeah, Every year. Yeah, no, it's terrible. And those mama cows are just delightful, kind creatures. It's terrible. And that's another yeah. thing. Even the cows you see there, it's like, Jesus Christ, if you're going to be a cow, you have it made here. You Grass. Know, they are just yeah. free ranging over giant ranches and this thing where you're like, this is a good life. Yeah.
2: The good thing about bison meat is that... At least bison, they cannot be kept in a pen. I mean they will yeah, die. No, they, always they will die. It. They have to be free range. So they that, eat on so a that hoof. So that forces yep. them to leave the bison free, which means that bison meat will be a lot better quality than most cow meat.
1: They
0: advertise it better than skinless chicken. It really huh. is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's um that's um and they are such a beautiful animal. They are just Majestic. Uh, yeah. Amazing. They are, But one thing, speaking of the history and the stuff we have done in there, um, how are we doing with time? 55, but I think five of that was chat, so we're good. We'll wrap soon. One thing that we did that was so much fun, um, we got to go. We rented horses. We went on a horse ride that was— Are you um, experienced or— with horses? Oh,
2: yeah, okay. definitely. I, I mean, I was she better really than all of She really loves horses, them. yes. I was better than both of them. Calc-
0: so. w- what Bastard. about yourself? It's true, I was. Are you a horse person? I've been no. uh, I've been a few times. I've been like 10 times in my life or but something. But you're not going to be in the Olympics anytime soon. No, he's, no, uh, he's always at the end. He's always at the Yeah, you know, it's actually hilarious. Every single <laughs> time I've horse. gone horseback riding, and you, by now there's an the slow far Always. <laughs> or the one who sounds like he's about to die. He's like... And everybody's like the log and, but uh, unfailingly but uh, now savannah used to ride horses a lot in wyoming yeah. Yeah. um but in any case so point of the story is we get uh, we got the horses and we go through this trail ride for about an hour that's um crosses this place called french creek french creek was where they originally discovered gold in the black hills oh, wow. and is also and this is where the story got trippy it's also where, in his period of extreme frustration over his inability to stop the flow of miners coming in, Crazy Horse would go by himself in the Black Hills, who go up, uh, setting up camp with no fire at the top of a ridge, and then either at sundown or when right before dawn when people are waking up, somebody goes off to pee, would go off, kill a few miners, and take off. Wow. Just as a personal, you know. And so... It was trippy to be riding in a place where you knew that that was what was happening. You could almost picture like 100 by now, 50 years Coming before. Coming down to the stream. showing up when there's a miner doing his thing, putting an arrow through him and getting out.
2: Well, we got to cross wow. through a little bit of the creek, which was yep. so cool. How
1: wide was it? Is it kind of 40 feet or was no, it massive? No, no
0: pretty small. No, no. Horses, um, would the horses
1: drink from it? And
0: no, they didn't. They, they allowed to do that. Um, I don't think so. But yeah, it's uh, it wasn't that big. It was, uh, I mean, again, it's also a long one, so I'm sure it Changes where you cross sure. it. I'm sure some parts are more massive and deeper. This wasn't very deep, wasn't that wide, it was just a cool creek that you, you know, if you do it on foot, you're like, oh, that sucks. I got really wet but and cold. Yeah, but on horses, piece of cake. Any snowpack left at this point? No.
2: I wish No,
0: no, no Their season though is weird Because it can snow as late as May It can snow as early as like late September, October Mm. So it's um, I love snow but not that much Yeah Yeah Yeah, In winter the Black Hills are a different story I think like you're dealing with massive amounts of snow And probably negative temperatures Yeah It can get a little better than the rest of South Dakota Because they are protected since they are mountains You don't deal with like the blizzard on the open plain kind of thing Sure but it can get intense for sure. Well, so cut your firewood while you can. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. I mean, two month period in the so-called summer. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, farming there not an easy Ooh, gig. I can't even imagine. Like, uh, well, we went to the eastern part of South Dakota. Oh, no, and that's the hilarious. Is
2: the sushi? <laughs> that's what he was calling it.
0: Because it's because they're all the hay. Oh, and, the, oh, oh. In this, uh,
2: and every five seconds, when we were driving to the res... Uh, the Yankton, the Yankton Lakota Res. When we were driving there, my dad kept being like, "Look, there's some Midwestern sushi," and I'm like, "Okay." No, no, it
0: was the cornfields.
2: Oh yeah, the cornfields, right?
0: Because it was cornfield after cornfield after cornfield. And he would just be it like, not, "Not even
1: sunflowers on occasion." To swap sides so like, after 70 miles, they might switch sides. One every for- ten,
0: kind of thing, and then more cornfield. Oh yeah. More. So there's definitely farming on the plains, and for a short season. But otherwise, yeah, the kind of stuff that we do here with farming, yeah, you can only dream of out there. You know, in a lot of states, they've made those
1: round hay bales illegal. Really? Why? Really? Because the cows aren't getting a square meal. Ho!
0: <laughs> on that Ho! note. <laughs> they just note park it takes, right there, everybody.
1: Yes. <laughs> They're still laughing. Clearly the day's over. (laughs) I've tortured my children with that for 25 years.
0: Clearly it's time to call it.
1: (laughs) Well, thanks for visiting with us.
0: Cool. Did you have fun?
1: Don't go shy now.
0: (laughs) Suddenly she's like...
1: "Mm, um, I know, that was amazing. I saw uh, that. You'll get uh, get used to that silence Honestly, for a
2: second, I was not even sure if you were talking to me. (laughs) I was looking at you. I know, but I was thinking... She's blind.
0: She's like Um, about... 3 feet style, she probably should use her glasses, kind of thing. How so. dare you!
2: You cannot see a hand. I don't see five anything, but I admit it. Feet. I live with glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because glasses are portable. They're terrible. I don't like wearing them. They're are annoying. they
0: terrible? I like being
1: able to see. Oh, yeah. Yes,
2: I like being able to see. But for now, I can see well enough that I can play sports without glasses, and I want to keep it that way. Cause yeah. a basketball or doing jujitsu with glasses.
0: Jujitsu, you don't need jiu-jitsu. to see. Is right there.
2: <laughs> yeah, but still, it's. I don't wanna wear glasses. For but anything. even
0: if you do like you're boxing or you're doing taekwondo, it's like hit the one in the middle. You don't need to see his face. He's like <laughs> it can be fuzzy, but that's okay. It's gonna be fuzzier in a minute. Yeah. I'm
2: not that blind. I'm only partially blind. Yeah. Well,
0: give it time. Right.
2: Yeah, later I'll probably be as blind as him.
0: Cool. Yeah. All right. Well on that happy note, let's wrap it.
1: That was very well
0: done. Cool.
1: Like a bunch of pros. All righty. Well, the funky music means one thing. And that's the end of another fine episode of the Drunken Towers Podcast. The daughter on display. She,
0: yes, indeed. The same. She's not a smart one. She's uh, she's a trippy one. She's uh, you know the problem with. Um, from my point of view, because I recognize myself a lot, is mm-hmm. that when you are 12 and you're kind of smart and all of that, you are get cocky yeah. and you get a little, I know it all. And I get it. And the thing, I think the difference is, I was encouraging that. So I must have been an unsufferable asshole when I was 12 because <laughs> I was very judgmental, very cocky, and only with great difficulty, I've shed some of it through the years. Yeah. Early opinions are easy to, uh, in our forge. case, I'm trying to flip it around with going like, okay, you're smart, you're great, you have wonderful talents here and there. Um, Precisely because you do, figure out ways to help those around you, the kids that are struggling, the kids that may not seem like they are the smartest around, help them. Yeah. Be cool with them. Not help them in, a, I'm your savior, I'm going to help you. More in, a, just be kind to them. Don't show off. Don't make it look like, oh, look how cool I am. Which is hard, of course, because when you're little, you want to be recognized. Of you want to get the pat on the back. But there are ways of doing it, and I think less is more. Sometimes when you tone it down, it's going to show up anyway. It's going to be clear to everybody. You don't need to put it in front. Make her life a whole lot easier. So that's kind of what I'm hammering on, trying to help her do that which is hard because her grandpa was ultra judgmental i've grew up ultra judgmental so to teach her not to be that way it's, <laughs> there's a little bit of like yeah not what i just did that one was not good <laughs> do something else do as i say not as i do yeah i mean <laughs> i try not to, you know i try to as much as humanly possible to do it for myself um but you know You grow up a certain way, you can shed some of it, but some of it remains. The apple does not fall far from the tree. Yeah, that's actually going to be a topic for our following episode. I'm going to jump into that in the next one. But cool, I just want to thank you guys for listening. And uh, anything else we need to throw out there?
1: Kiva.org, always cranking away. You're welcome to join us. There's over 6,000 loans from your fellow listeners, and it just continues to grow, and I couldn't be happier. So come on, loan, get paid back, loan again. Kiva.org.
0: Beautiful. Have a wonderful day. Switch. D-B-O-L-E-L-L-I.
1: Good shit. R-I-C-H-I-M-O-N and the numeral one. And so ends another awesome episode of the Drunken Dows podcast. Be sure to keep your ears peeled for another mind-expanding episode coming soon. We'll be tweeting you as they come out. You can keep track of Danielli at D-Bolelli, that's D-B-O-L-E-L-L-I. And you can find me on Twitter at Richimon1, R I one R-I-C-H-I-M-O-N, and the numeral one. We'll see you all soon. Woo!
0: I don't wanna hear this. No, you don't.
1: <laughs> in questo cazzo, in questo caso le providenza di Dio.
0: Dan can showed you the way, yeah? Oh man, isn't that scary to think? Nice. So don't kill people, do that instead.
1: <laughs> this was great. It's fucking awesome.
0: And I love this car scene. I have nothing against chicken other than the fact that they are ugly and weird and strange. We've been yeah, having no, a great hour that's... here.
1: Dan. Ta-da!
0: I completely got lost. Are we doing the outro or the intro? We're outro. Intro. Oh, we're <laughs> outro. Okay, sorry. So that's. So let's continue. Did you ever see the movie Tomstone with uh, Val Kilmer and... Uh, uh,
1: your accent. It just... Whatever that movie is you were trying to tell me about. Can you translate for me, please? I believe the word was Tombstone. Yeah, that one. Exactly.
0: <laughs> just as I was saying, you know, Tomstone. <laughs> now, most everybody thought... <clears throat> We'll (coughs) we'll do a cut on there. Or not. That was something else. (laughs) No, that's maybe too powerful. (laughs) What do I have to do? One day the rod shall teach you. Get
1: back to work. Funky. Podcasting. It's like radio, but you can
2: cuss. Why?